Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step-by-step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. So excited that you're here this week. We are kicking off the week with a little bit of a stressful conversation. Oh my gosh. Well, this is about to totally rock us. And I don't know about you, but I have like really been struggling with anxiety about money. I feel like this is something that I have always struggled with, you know, growing up in a home where I I really did have a belief that I was cared for, all my needs were met, I didn't have to worry, but it really was this belief that um, if I just work hard and I give back to other people and I serve others and I use my gift and talents to work hard and show up for work every day that I won't have issues with money. And although that's a really great thought and kind of along the lines of like a really positive, great um, <laughs> goal to have of just living in that affirmation, that's not particularly true. And we see that so many times where we see people struggling or maybe you it's not about making a good amount of money, but it, maybe it's just inadequate management or accountability in where your money is going. Maybe it's a lack of organization. And I know for me, like there's many streams of income that I have um, with my business, my bridal part of my main business, which is kind of a compliment. And then we have Airbnb income and we have investment properties and things like that. So there's so many different ways that I've figured out how to make income. And I feel like that is a strength, is being more solutions-oriented to figure out how I can make an income and get into like a solutions or activator mode. That's definitely me using my strengths. But one of the things I've always struggled with is trying to figure out how to master my money anxiety. And so we're talking about that today, how to slay money anxiety and some of those tips that can kind of get you out of that funk because whether it's stress, fear, either way, it can feel super debilitating. And I don't know about you guys, but I just have so much on my plate right now financially of things I have to pay for. I'm investing into coaching programs right now. Um, There's just a lot that I'm doing. I'm planning like two major trips because I need to like get out of town. And so all these things are great, but they come with a lot of organization, um, which is not my strength. And so that comes with a lot of stress. And when anxiety shows up, one of the things I have to remind myself is it's the body's way of alerting me that something isn't working, that I need a solution. And so, you know, anxiety we feel anxious a lot of times and we could have, you know, anxiety could have like really good intentions, but it's not really useful in helping us get to the bottom of what are the solutions that we're, you know, going to have to take? What are the underlying money problems? How do we kind of clear our head and get creative about how we're going to address these things? And so one of the things I'm going to talk about um, is just the fact that I decided to invest in money coaching this year because I realized that I have all these different 
um, bank accounts, all these different, you know, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, maybe like you are, if you're listening. And I just was feeling so anxious about all of my finances, like really had a hard time planning, never really worked within a budget because I have a job where I can just go out and like hustle if I really wanted to, to make money, even if there was an unexpected bill. And I kind of work good under those pressures. But the problem is, is when I have like multiple things I'm working on and there's multiple accounts that money are money is going in and out of, you know, business accounts and all sorts of stuff. And then my personal account and things aren't getting switched over. And I find that this tends to happen a lot with entrepreneurs when you're not like working the typical nine to five job where your paycheck is just going through one account. You know exactly how much you're going to make. As an entrepreneur, it's totally different. We're stretching ourselves. Our income is up and down all the time. Um, We're planning ahead. And my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. And so it makes this really significant up and down stress, I think for both of us. But I think the difference is my husband is such a great money manager. And he explains it to me like this, like he's hit rock bottom in his life back in his 20s, where he seriously did not have management over his money. He had no money. He had to completely start over. And so something about that he has shared with me really helped him to get his act together and really be very frugal with his money and plan. And he has like multiple calculators on his phone. And like every time he spends, he subtracts from them. And he has like all this organization. And honestly, it just overwhelms me. And what I realized was it's not that I wasn't capable to take these steps, but I didn't have accountability. And it was just not an accountability that I could have from a spouse. I needed to go like from, I needed to go outside of that sphere. And so first off, I want to tell you that my friend had told me about this thing called Boulder Money. And I'll share a little bit more with you guys. And if you go over there, which I totally would recommend, just tell them that I sent you as a referral because it has been such a game changer for me. It's been about a month and a half, two months. And I just have like a little money coach that checks in with me, holds me accountable, has given me really great ideas. It's just another working brain. And one of the biggest things that held me back from jumping into that and saying like, yes, I'm going to invest in money coaching because obviously I'm in a um, podcast coaching program right now, which is a huge investment and has been huge in terms of my growth and where I want to take the podcast with you guys. But when it came to doing both of these podcast um, program or both of these uh, coaching programs at the same time, I realized how overwhelmed I was. I feel like I'm taking a master's program right now. Like I'm in this accelerated program, which I know so many people can relate to where you're up early, you're staying up late at night and, you know, like trying to cure this anxiety that keeps coming up in me, which for me results in like panic attacks and like a tight chest and trouble breathing and all that kind of stuff. And I know so many people can relate. And so I just figured I would address this head on to be transparent with you guys. Like this is a real thing. It's my personal experience, but I'm taking steps to figure it out. And, you know, when I first approached Boulder Money and did like a little call with them, one of my biggest things was, well, I'm already spending so much money and I'm not great at money management and I invest a lot back into my businesses. And so, you know, I make a great income, but again, my money management has not been strong. So like, how much is this going to cost me? Because I'm already investing in another program. And I was just so excited to hear that it really only ended up being about $50 a month to have a full-time money coach checking in with you, to have what they call money dates, which are these like accountability, um, 
Zoom calls where you're with a small group of other women that you're collaborating with, sharing ideas, building each other up. Like it just takes so much of the shame and the embarrassment that I feel like people have about money away. And it really has just shown me that just that positive community and accountability, which is what I knew I needed all along for someone to just keep me on the right track is really just such a great investment in my time and energy and my finances right now. And I have already been making major strides, like getting rid of certain subscriptions and just been a lot more organized. And I'm going to talk about some of the ways that I've done that. But one of the things that um, I've heard for a long time was underneath a lot of this was what are some of these limiting beliefs that we have around money? And one of the first times that we got together with our kind of like money date group, one of the things that stood out to me was these statements. And one of the coaches was saying, you know, think about these statements and think about what which of these statements stand out to you in terms of things that you feel like you believe. And the three I'm just going to share with you that stood out to me is uh, I'm not good with money. That was one of the statements. Another one was, I have no self-control. Another one was, I don't know where to start and feel overwhelmed. You guys, three of the statements that could not be more true for me in my life. As a multi-passionate entrepreneur, I'm so overwhelmed and so overstimulated by, again, all of these different accounts that my clients pay me through and there's money going in and out all over the place and I'm just not like that money brain, but I know that I can get there with the right systems and what I've realized is I have to just use systems that work for me. And so when we look at those statements, maybe you agree with some of those statements that those are beliefs of yours that you have to break. And so one of the things that I've worked on is just being more mindful. I've been pausing more. Before I spend money specifically on something, I've just been pausing and saying, is this a want? Is this a need? What is my emotion behind this right now? Why do I want to make this purchase? Am I bored? Am I lonely? Am I trying to cope in a negative way? And so I've just been pausing more. And if there's something that I really want, I've also kind of been asking myself, because I really do love to shop, but when I went through and actually did a whole inventory of what I was spending my money on, I went through my statements as one of my assignments. I went through all my statements and all the different bank accounts and money going in and out and what I was spending money on. And I realized one of the things I spend the most money on is fitness Um, another one is healthy food because I'm really big about fueling your mind and your body. And the other one was like nutrition, vitamins, all that kind of stuff. So I realized I really didn't spend a ton of money on other things. Those kind of were my splurges. So what I started doing was, well, if these are things that I am unwilling to budge on, maybe what I could do is find alternatives. Like, could I find a meal plan where I could get more of a deal if I bought in bulk? Um, you know, there's so many different meal plans out there. So I switched up my meal plan where I was, you know, paying like $15 a meal and I managed to switch to another plan that I love just as much supporting a local business. And I was able to get that down to like seven to $8 a meal discounted because I was buying them in bulk of like 25 to 30 meals that I could freeze so that I don't have to worry about my you know, nutrition. I know I'm eating the right amount. I know I'm eating healthy meals. And for me being gluten-free, that's something that is really important to me because I've had a lot of health issues in the past. So I just started getting creative and mindful about where my money was, what my emotions were behind some of these purchases. And I was and I had like a challenge to check my bank account every day and just take a look at what is coming out of there and what's going in. You know, were there things that I could sell on Facebook Marketplace? I started going around my house and doing my decluttering challenge that we're doing here on the podcast. And I started listing things on 
Facebook Marketplace, um, trying to sell different things. Were there clothes that I could sell? Just all sorts of different creative things that I could be bringing in money doing. And so I figured I need to tell myself the truth, which is I can change. I don't have to be in the same place that I was. And I'm not someone who's bad with money. I've just been uninformed up until this point. And so, you know, some of the things that have helped me that I've just written down have been like writing down statements like, why am I disciplined with my money? Question mark. Or, you know, when I am disciplined with my money, it allows more freedom and choices, which is what I really operate with in my life. And so I've had to look at that and say, how can I have more of an abundance of money coming in and not be so restricted? Because I did have kind of this like closed fist in terms of money coming in and out. And it's just because I worry because I don't have the planning there. And so another thing that I did was I ordered a um, whiteboard and I invested in a cute whiteboard, I'm going to say. Because this has been a game changer for me. I did not actually think that this would be, but I invested in this whiteboard. I'll put all the information in the show notes for you guys um, for Boulder Money, the whiteboard, all that good stuff, just in case you're interested. But I invested in this huge whiteboard that is right behind my desk. And what I've been doing is tracking my sales for my business. So I'll put like a goal amount of what I want to sell in a week and I'll subtract every single time one of my customers orders so that I have a visual of what's coming, you know, out of that goal for the week. Visual is really big for me. So I've been subtracting those numbers each week. And then I also have a uh, a column that says like business expenses so that I know and I can every single week write down the business expenses that are coming out so they're visual to me. And I have a non-business money coming in and out. So is money coming in because I'm selling clothes on Poshmark or selling, you know, furniture or whatever on Facebook Marketplace? Okay, what money's coming in? What money's coming in through any of these other um, things? Like maybe you're teaching a course or maybe you have, um, you know, something that you're working on right now where it's bringing in X amount of money a month, whatever it is. And so I've been just tracking and keeping that visual to me that has been so huge, okay? The other thing I've been doing is I've been digging in to God's word and just saying, listen, God, I surrender my resources and my gifts and my talents to you. And I just pray that you would help me to steward my money well. God is really about how we steward our resources. That's something that's really important to him. It's how we treat other people, how we steward the resources and the gifts that he's given us. And so I've really digged into my word and I've looked up different things like, you know, what does God say about money? You know, like money is not bad. God wants us to be prosperous, but it's the love of money. And, you know, that sets us down a path of destruction and a path of focusing on every single need and every single worry when God has always provided. And he says that, you know, I provide for the birds and all of the other animals on the earth. Why do you think that I won't provide for you? So I think just getting into that abundance mindset of I will be taken care of. You know, I'm not huge in major affirmations, you guys, but what I will say is I more so just like speaking things that I think are um, true or could be true. And so like I wrote down in my journal here, I'm worthy of investing in things that my future self will thank me for. I work hard and I'm worthy of feeling financial wins and at the same time loving myself as I make better choices. So maybe that's something that you want to practice yourself. And I'm just going to give that to you one more time just in case you want to write that down for yourself because I say this to myself every morning, whether I believe it or not. 
I'm speaking that into existence because I want to be intentional about making better choices with my money and pausing. So one more time, I'm going to give that to you. It's, I am worthy of investing in the things that my future self will thank me for. I work hard and am worthy of feeling financial wins and at the same time loving myself as I make better choices. So I really love the combination of those two things because I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy of investing in the things that are important to me, like the meal plans and the things that I want to spend my money on. But I also am acknowledging I work hard. I'm worthy of those things. But I also at the same time, I'm going to love myself as I work to make better choices because I'm not perfect. I've got a ways to go, right? And what I've realized is I can't be so tight. I need to have those fun things in my life. And I need to celebrate those wins with little things here and there so that when I'm in these lows of life, I'm not so anxious and so focused on what's not happening. I'm more focused on just being intentional and aware of I have a lot going on. There's a lot going for me right now. I'm going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. And I take it in bite-sized pieces. And on this big whiteboard, as I'm looking at what is visual in front of me, you know, I used to think like that gives me more anxiety because then I know what I owe and then I know where I have to keep track. But I just kept crunching the numbers. How much would I need to sell? you know, to to get that number to go down. Okay, I have a $450, like last week, perfect example. I had a $450 dentist appointment that I had to put on a credit card because I was like, I don't have that budgeted to put that in there and I don't have dental insurance. So maybe if you're in a boat and you had like the same boat as I am. And again, like I have the money, but I'm a little bit more stingy about, oh my gosh, what if I have something that comes up for my business? What if I have something else coming up that I haven't planned for? And so I'm working to make some of those choices, and I just want to give you a reminder that your list of priorities are going to look different than other people's, but you can curate a path for moving past money anxiety and figure out something that works well for you. And so maybe it's creating a list or a journal. Maybe it's working with a money coach and investing in someone that holds you accountable. Um, You know, you can't hang on to those old habits for too much longer. And that's what I realized is I really needed something that would help me get into a place of abundance and choose to focus on something different. I needed to make positive progress and actually have someone holding me accountable to it. And so that's one of the biggest things that I have to share with you today because, oh my gosh, we cope with money anxiety in so many ways. I mean, to the point where literally like I was overeating, like I've been eating so much sugar, just thinking about like, oh my gosh, I have to plan for these trips and I want to be able to get back to some of these charities that are really important to me. And, you know, I want to invest in some great things for my business. And, you know, there's always going to be those big financial burdens and those moments of stress, but we can't linger there. We have to face our fears and we have to face them head on. It's so tempting to try to bury ourselves in the stress and just not look at it, not do anything about it, because we don't want to deal with all of the unpleasantness uh, of those, you know, maybe the debt that you have, like student loans. You know, I'm ref- I'm um, doing a balance transfer right now. My bank was offering a balance transfer, so I'm actually combining um, a credit card bill that I have with my student loan so that I can get that down for two years to 0%. So maybe talking to your bank or even looking at some of those opportunities, because I really, I think, finally have decided, like, I'm making the changes and I'm going after it. 
I know that I'm capable to make these changes. It doesn't matter what the past holds. We're not meant to be stuck in this cycle of anxiety and fear of the future and not knowing how it's all going to work out. And I'm speaking this from the rawest and truest level of anxiety that I've been living in the past few days as I just plan my own finances and work to get organized. And I just have to tell you, it is so much less than it ever has been because I feel like I'm equipped with a plan and people surrounding me that are going to hold me accountable to that plan. And so I just want to strengthen you with that today and encourage you that you can do this. You were called to this moment. Just because something hasn't been this way in the past does not mean that you have to be there anymore. The shame has no grip on you. The guilt of spending money on yourself is not something that you should live in. And if you're anything like me and you value being an extravagant giver, you have the opportunity to have freedom and positivity in terms of money, no matter what you've been taught, no matter what you grew up with, no matter what your current circumstances are. You can always change and make a different choice. I'm believing in you this week and every day. Courage starts with showing up. I'm proud of you guys, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you send it to a friend who could be encouraged? Or share it on social and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing the sweet sauce. For more episodes, check out and subscribe to Courage Queen Podcast, where we share fresh perspectives and stories for people who have the guts to be vulnerable and grow through what they go through. You can also join the conversation on Instagram at Courage Queen Pod. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up.